So I had a member ask me yesterday if I was going to do a podcast this week. And I said, probably not because I'm on my way up to Buffalo to uh, check on my parents for the long weekend. And I didn't think I'd have really time to do it. But um, I think I have time to uh, do one. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. Mainly because I just finished listening to a book that uh, has just really kind of elicited a lot of uh, thoughts into my mind. Um, especially in light of where we're going with everything again. Um, just heard that the CDC is changing their mind again, and now we're about to all be forced to wear masks indoors again. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting how things have kind of developed along this whole COVID thing. Um, normally when something mutates and becomes more, um, uh, it spreads easier. Normally the the deadliness of it goes down so everyone's all worked up about this delta variant um, which apparently transmits a whole lot easier than the original uh, COVID Uh, but what I'm not hearing is just what the death rate for it is compared to the original like in theory uh, because it's more trans uh, transmittable um, it should be less uh, less deadly so it would be interesting to hear the statistics on that it would also be interesting to hear the statistics on what is the result of people who've had COVID already. Uh, because what we found is that people who have gotten the, the Pfizer vaccine or the Moderna, that it's not nearly as effective for this variant is, uh, is what it has been for um, the original. And I think I saw a study in Israel said it was only 30% effective. I think Pfizer just came out and said it's down to 80%. Um, regardless, uh, I saw this um, uh, this sports clip from Charles Barkley who basically said people who aren't getting the vaccine are, um, well, uh, uh, let's just call them buttheads. That's not the word he used, but it's the one that Pastor Greg will use. Uh, but you can derive what he said uh, based upon uh, the word I used. Um, so anyways, um, I, I'm kind of struggling with why people who don't get a vaccine are just murderers and irresponsible um, because the people who do get the vaccine get it because it's supposed to protect protect them from the disease, from the virus. So if it actually works, how can the people who don't get the vaccine actually be buttheads if, um, like, you've been protected and you've had opportunity to be protected? Let's be honest. There's a bunch of shots laying around because 40%, maybe even 50% of Americans are like, you know what? I'm not doing it, not getting it. So... It's really interesting that uh, the logic in, in terms of all of what's gone on until this point has uh, been, oh, even if you've got it, you're not protected. But if you get it, you might still get the vaccine. You might still get it, but, oh, it won't be nearly as severe. And now there's some cases where people who even get the vaccine have died from it. You know, whatever. I'm just, I'm sick of it. But the reason I bring all this up is you need to listen to George Orwell's 1984 written I think in 1949 I just finished listening to it I think it was like an 11 hour audio book it is so good I am going to listen to it a second time Um, and uh, you would be shocked at what George Orwell predicted in 1949 what things would be like in 1984 which it probably wasn't in 1984 but it certainly is in 2021 and it's about how um, basically the, the world is change to uh, basically three states, three powers, uh, three super continents. You have like um, Russia with uh, most of uh, 
Europe um, that has formed into a power. You have Oceania, which is the uh, the Americas, along with like Great Britain, um, and then you have uh, I think the smallest one is um, it's China and a lot of the uh, the Asians uh, countries uh, that that is the third power, and um, basically it just it's about how the government controls news, how the government changes truth, how the truth becomes relative because if you change the truth in the past and then it never happened the way that you remember it because whoever's in power has the ability to determine what truth is and what really happened and even though it, it didn't happen and um, man it is a it is a powerful book um, even in terms of it talks about uh, the, the, that every society has always had an upper class a middle class and a lower class and uh, in how uh, it's the middle's job eventually to, in the name of freedom, in the name of this, in the name of uh, uh, liberty, uh, they overthrow the ruling class, the upper class. The upper class then becomes the middle, um, and in the middle then goes back to um, the new middle, uh, trying to dethrone who you know the middle class just uh, became the upper class through the uprising. And how the lower class doesn't really get involved in any of it because they're not ambitious. Um, All they ever do is complain uh, about the fact that there should be equality in everything and in this kind of socialism. And by the time George Orwell said 1984 happens, you have basically all three of these major powers all think, act, and do things identically, which is very much how the world is today. What one country does, all the other countries do, and so forth. Um, And then uh, that they all have their own uh, version of socialism, but in the end, they use different names, uh, but um, it's all the same thing. Uh, It is so incredibly fascinating and so incredibly accurate to what the world is today. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. It might take the first hour to get into, but you have to listen to, if you haven't read it, or if you prefer reading it, 1984 by George Orwell. So in in the book, I don't know if I should, well, it's going to be a little bit of a spoiler alert, but whatever. I'm just going to kind of give you the background of it. You have this. Uh, you have this guy in the. Uh, at, in, at this point, it's really kind of even looked down for like falling in love, having families, and it's not quite illegal, but it's not. Uh, it could be punishable as well. So, um, sex is is considered bad. Any kind of emotions, feelings, it's all considered bad. And um, and so you have these two characters, uh, where this one lady basically. Um, is willing to take a risk and tell uh, the main guy character that she loves him. Uh, they end up having a budding romance, uh, and they ha- have to hide their relationship for um, a great number of months. Um, they end up uh, thinking they're joining the resistance, but they're not really joining the resistance against uh, this government that controls thought, controls history, controls reality, tries to tell you you know, exactly how you're supposed to believe. And they, they, the big brother, that's what the government's called, is always watching. And there's these uh, television sets 
that are on in every location and the television sets it's just like a blue screen but it's how they can spy on you and you never know when they're looking through that specific set what they're doing is they're watching uh, for inappropriate conversations listening to things uh, to see if you might be saying anything against the government Uh, the the trees are bugged with microphones you're just never safe to be saying anything because Big Brother is always listening I mean it is so crazy accurate to uh, the world in which we live today. Maybe we don't have TV screens in, in every wherever where the government's actively listening, but uh, the ab- government's ability to listen, technology's ability to do it. If you've ever been talking about anything and all of a sudden you start getting ads for it on your phone, I mean, someone is always listening all the time, right? And so um, they end up getting discovered. And what's really interesting, and this is what uh, makes this the society in in George Orwell's uh, novel different than all the others. In all the others, if you were caught being a rule breaker, uh, you'd be put to death. But that's not how they do it in this society because their point is is that when you do that, um, you, you basically make martyrs out of people. And so there's been people all across history that have been put to death, uh, but they've been defined to the point of, uh, of even dying. And that's fueled a movement that's overthrown the, the government. Now, so that what they will do is they will not put you to death until they've rehabilitated you. And they do it through gruesome means, all, all kinds of torture, physical torture, mental, mental torture. Um, they'll break you down in every way. And it might take years and years and years and years. And you'll never know when you're going to die. But you won't die until you've been completely reformed. And then as you die, uh, you're dying as a person who believes in the party, who believes in Big Brother, who believes in the government. And so there's no fuel there for a rebellion because you're not dying in opposition to anything. Uh, They're just finally killing you, uh, which they say you deserve, after you've been rehabilitated and and you don't give any fuel to uh, momentum or whatever for... uh, uh, for our future uprising or so forth. I can't even tell you how good uh, it is. Uh, there's this uh, reduction of language they call newspeak and that you're only allowed to use certain words and um, words that, that might create uh, dissension or you know different things of this and that. Uh, they become outlawed. You can't use them. Um, it's just crazy. Um, how how good this book is compared to uh, the world in which we live. I, I'm not saying that like there aren't some things that are beyond where society is right now, but it is totally where we're headed in terms of thought control and mind control. And I'm here to tell you, when you sit there and they're rehabilitating um, this guy who was a free thinker, basically, it's almost like the Matrix, the people who are outside of the grid, right? If you ever saw the, the Matrix. Um, but so as they're trying to rehabilitate uh, Winston, this, the main character, um, even as they're giving their version of reality, you're almost like, huh, it's interesting. They have a point to it. And a, a big one is, you know, four plus four or two plus two doesn't always equal four. It might equal five, might equal three. It just really depends on how you, it can be whatever you want it to be. Now they say when you're like going to space or navigating the oceans, then, you know, you're going to, for you, then you want two plus two to equal four and you want the stars to be, you know, millions of miles away. But if you're not doing that, then if you declare them to be 10 feet away, they're 10 feet away. And who are you to to, to say different? And, and, And as they just give you their 
relativistic logic and they're they're like brainwashing Winston. You're sitting there thinking, wait, oh my gosh, I, I can totally see how people buy into some of this stuff. It is absolutely, absolutely crazy. Um, you have to watch it, uh, read it, or listen to it. It should be required reading um, everywhere because if you want to uh, think about where the world, um, the world order, uh, world logic uh, is headed to, including this very country, um, then then this book totally calls it out. Um, some 60, 70 years uh, before it actually comes to be. Um, I, crazy times. I'm just driving to New York. I'm kind of glad I'm going uh, this weekend because um, now that, once again, even if you're vaccinated, oh, you're not safe to be inside uh, with you know, a mask. Uh, once again, this, this, this illogical logic. Um, I'm hoping that by the time I get back to the great state of Texas, um, you know, Kroger, Walmart, and all those places aren't going to make you mask up again. Um, good news is it's an election year and our governor's trying to get reelected. So uh, he'll probably take a stronger stance on what truth is. But I'm here to tell you, if you don't think that truth and uh, fighting against uh, uh, like um, uh, freedom of speech, and if you don't think like that stuff is worth fighting for, worth being imprisoned for, dying for, you need to listen to this book or read this book because you will soon find out that, you know what, um, next to, you know, God himself in worshiping and following God, uh, standing up for, uh, the freedom of ideas and of truth and being able to speak truth, um, is, uh, is, is probably the most important thing next to our relationship with God himself. Um, anyways, uh, if it sounds like there's road noise going on, um, uh, it is your version of reality, uh, that makes you think that I'm uh, doing this podcast and driving it at the same time. Uh, but in my version of reality, um, I'm just talking and, uh, I will, uh, overlay this with music. So hopefully you're not hearing every bump, uh, going along the way, but I appreciate you, uh, taking some time to listen and, um, I look forward to, uh, uh, doing another podcast next week. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Thanks.